0: Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. If it's your first time with us, a real, real warm welcome. And if you're one of our regular subscribers, again, Welcome along. Now, Leader, Manager, Coach, we discuss everything leadership, everything management, and everything to do with coaching over a period of time. And we dive into the nuances. We take a different angle. And we help you on your own personal journey towards whatever success is for you, with a particular bias to the beautiful game and leadership in football or soccer and management and coaching but also as we always say the principles of success seem to be universal so no matter if you are looking to improve every aspect of your life we uh, we certainly hope that leader manager coach will help you on your way so what about today well today i'm recording this at the time of the 2020 european championships albeit in 2021 and i thought it pertinent and appropriate to talk about somebody who i do know and somebody that i've been fortunate enough to work alongside and that gentleman is gareth southgate who is obviously the current england senior men's manager now this is about what Gareth can explain, what Gareth can offer to, to you. And this information comes from a variety of sources, some of them personal experience. And I've been very fortunate enough in my work life to be able to, to spend time with certain people. And um, I've sat on, on coaches next to Gareth and um, sat around dinner tables with Gareth and been in dressing rooms with him and I've read the the articles that he's written and the, the the pretty amazing letter that he wrote to the to the country as England manager and I've also heard interviews that he's done and from that or from those sources I've picked out 12 key facets key things that i really think gareth embodies and uses so very well and are great lessons for all of us in 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 leadership positions so here we go in no particular order may i add the first one he talks about and the first one that i know he embodies is detail 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 people say the devil's in the detail and it often is. You know, it's very easy in society to listen to rhetoric and to listen to people who are on the stage in whatever environment and to hear them give simple answers to seemingly insurmountable problems. Yes, we just do this. Radio phone-ins, just do this. Pick this team. Lock down here. Do this. And... It's a little bit like Alexander's Gordian Knot. One swing of the sword and everything is solved. Well, wouldn't life be amazing if that was the case? Wouldn't we all be king of the world if it was so easy? In order to create a a country that functions at any level, how much detail is needed? Just think about how much detail is involved in the seemingly simple processes that you do in your daily life. How how complex is it to get 15 or 20 young players out onto a grass pitch and keep it organised for an hour? If you are not detail-focused, you will not maximise your time and and things will, will not go as efficiently as you'd wish or as an onlooker would say, would see. Now, imagine having to be the England senior men's manager. You need to know the detail. And detail is absolutely relevant to any success in life. There is, of course, the danger of being too detailed and getting involved in micromanagement. But Gareth is not talking about that. In fact, I'll come to that one later on. Number two the absolute vital importance of social time. The one of the four corners in the the four cornered model in the success of, of a young player or any player is the social aspect. And Gareth talks about that eloquently and demonstrated that eloquently when, you know, when I was in his company he and he talks about at this particular time, the challenges of not being able to have a normal social experience and players not being able to spend their normal amounts of time socializing and, and sitting around the, the meal table and talking, whether it's talking about family or talking about current issues or talking about the game, but it's developing those relationships and developing those friendships. And that social cohesion is everything. It really, really is everything. And Gareth absolutely demonstrates that he understands that. And one of the things that it really makes outstanding teams and clubs and organisations stand out and gives them longevity, in my opinion, is that social cohesion. Number three. You can always get what you want or you can work towards getting what you want and and pretty much give it your best shot, of course. What you cannot guarantee is when you will achieve it. And I think Gareth has learnt very much to demonstrate patience and understands patience and understands how life goes because I think the phrase goes something like we underestimate what we can achieve in the long term, but we often overestimate what we can achieve in the short term. I think life, one of life's things is it, it is there to teach us patience. How many times have you set a goal and been really frustrated that when you get to the date that you wanted to achieve it by, you haven't got there? Now, sometimes you do. Um, How many times have you set a project or a goal for a project and found that it almost takes 10 times as much work as you actually thought it would? And I think that's what is being inferred here, that we don't know what it will involve to create or get us to point B from point A. We just know that that's where we want to go and that's where we aim. And then we have to traverse the path to get there. And often that path is not a straight line. It takes us through the woods, up the hills, down the valleys, through the swamps and uh, round and back again. And eventually we may get there. So we do get there in the end. We just may not get there when we actually want to. And understanding that and being able to live with that and explain that to players and people that you that you support and inspire is a great quality. Number four, and I love this one, the courage to be yourself. Now we have a current England manager who absolutely embodies this. Here's a a person who has written a children's book. What, a big, tough, hurly-burly, macho England football manager Yes, a hurly-burly, masculine leader has written a children's book. Here's a man who talks about his family freely and openly. Here's a man who probably will say that he's not the same type of leader as Stuart Pearce, the archetypical leader, if you like, of of a football team. Or a Roy Keane. People lead in different ways. And one thing is for sure. Failure will come if you try and emulate somebody else. And try and be somebody that you're not. That doesn't mean you shouldn't try and work on your own apparent weaknesses. And things that you can improve. It just means that we all have a certain DNA. And when we embody that. And when we are That then we are the best we can be. And Gareth certainly displays that. And he's also communicating that to his players. The courage to be yourself. Make sure you're yourself. And you allow the people that are in your life to be themselves too. Number five, the importance of team. Yes, Isn't it great to be the head of an organization? Isn't it great to be the number one? But let's get egos in check. And I think one thing's for certain is that uh, Gareth Southgate's ego is exactly where it should be. Humility and a focus on team. He talks eloquently about the members of the team, the cogs in the wheel, the thing that makes everything work. It's not a A one-man team, it's not a one-man show, it's not a look at me, what I've done. It's impossible in today's world to be like that. It just does not work and it's going to fail. And recognition of that and working alongside the team principle is an absolute necessity and fundamental. Number six, when he was asked about leaders in his team, one of the things he said is that leaders must set the example leaders set the tone they set the thermometer for the culture when people come into an organisation or an environment they are all ears and all eyes and, and all senses are open, working out how does this work what happens here, how do we do this, how are things done, what are the norms here, what are the values and what do we do and it's the leaders in the organization it's the leaders in the team that will set the tone so that people understand how things are done and that starts with probably yourself and developing a team of leaders Leader, Manager, Coach podcast is available via the Leader, Manager, Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader, Manager, Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Number seven, be a reader. Gareth talked in his interview about books that had inspired him, had impacted him, and he talked about things that he wanted to to understand in greater detail. Be a lifelong learner. Help your people to be lifelong learners and study and dive into and be open-minded. Be a reader. Get into the habit of reading a certain number of times a day it helps not easy but it helps in fact i think it's an absolute necessity number eight this goes back to the social aspect and he talks about the development of friendships not just being teammates um having a relationship or relationships with 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 people on your team that go far deeper than just being selected on the same team sheet you're the right back I'm the left back yes we work in a unit and we work together but having that deeper understanding that get, that takes time to develop that takes time to to be understood and involves Probably some challenges and some hardships and and some and and some difficulties along the way. But he's very strong on that. And those are the kind of things when you hear successful teams or members of successful teams, they talk about these kind of of relationships. And they may well be relationships with a member of the coaching staff. Obviously, there are difficult decisions to be made by by coaching staff at times and, and Again, Gareth talks about that, but it doesn't mean that relationships cannot exist. But what we're really talking about here is, is, is these deep, deep friendships that exist between team players. And, um, you know, the, these things are so powerful, so, so powerful. We'll touch on them in, an, in another podcast. Um, we have touched on them before when we've um, talked about Sebastian Younger's work. Um, on, on soldiers and PTSD and, and, and such like. But um, yes, those friendships. Okay, number nine. This is a technical aspect of his leadership. And he talks about covering all scenarios. And it means practicing understanding and putting in place strategies to deal with all scenarios. What happens if you go a goal down? Because very often you see teams, they're great while it's nil-nil, they're going about the work, they're doing the business, they're pressing and then they go a goal down and things change. The momentum's changed. The game has changed. The crowd has changed. And they don't know what to do. You have to practice, right, what happens if we go a goal down? What happens if we go 2-0 down? What happens if we go a goal up? What happens if we're winning 3-0 at half-time? What happens if we get a man sent off? What's going to happen if we get a penalty? What's going to happen if we get an injury? What is going to happen? Practice all scenarios. Military teams know what to do great military teams know what to do when things happen so that it's not just a chaotic experience there is a strategy and there are things to do one two three and four it may not be perfect it may be not exactly like you did on the training pitch or on the training field or in the classroom but it's far better than chaos as Jordan Peterson talks about We're here as leaders to work towards organisation from chaos. Okay, number 10. Quiet leadership. Leadership is not about standing on a box, shouting to all and sundry. It's not about thumping your fists on a table. It's not about having a hairdryer experience. Being Winston Churchill, being Martin Luther King or anybody else who's graced this earth in history. Leadership is about being yourself, understanding principles, embodying those principles and using them to inspire, to facilitate and to forge your path, and allow other people to do the same in the same vein as yourself. That is what leadership is, or that's one way of looking at leadership. And you don't have to shout. You do not have to be loud. You have to just be an example. And th- there's a there's a fantastic. Passage, And I, for the life of me, I can't remember exactly where it is. I've read it a few times. And it talks about, I think it's a Chinese proverb. <clears throat> Excuse me. A <clears throat> Chinese proverb. It talks about the greatest form of leadership is, as Gareth has talked about, quiet leadership. But the type of leadership where the leader actually disappears. And the people don't realise that they've actually done it and they think they've done it alone and by this time they probably have because they've learnt to do it via the facilitation of a leader who's just disappeared into the background like a puff of smoke and left them all alone that is the ultimate leadership I love that Okay, moving on to the last couple number eleven and this is, I'm not saying he's borrowed it from legacy, but it's the, it's the same principle as in the fantastic All Blacks book, Legacy, about the New Zealand rugby culture, about leaving things in a better place than you found them. So it's not about just achieving success at all costs, leaving everything chaotic and damaged behind you. It's about leaving things in a better place. So how can you leave the England football club, if we'll use that word, in a better place so that it can move on and can move forward with a plethora of young players, with a culture in place, with habits instilled in people and great staff. And how can that be moved on? And how can you contribute towards that? And that's a big thing to think about when you're in a position. Because winning in professional sport is everything. It's a little bit like as Blakey used to do. And again, as is mentioned in the great legacy book, sweeping the sheds. Cleaning the dressing rooms before you leave and not leaving them like a bombsite. That is a little bit... Of what legacy is about. And number 12. Just to finish off with. And I suppose it's. A little bit pertinent. With the current situation. With the pandemic. It's having a vision. That's bigger. Than just yourself. It's helping out. A next door neighbour. It's offering to do their shopping. It's maybe clapping on the doorstep for the key workers of the NHS. It's maybe offering a hand to somebody who's struggling. It's going and sitting with somebody for half an hour who's lost a loved one and maybe just needs another human soul to be with them. And it's seeing what you do as part of a greater whole and actually making a contribution to that Um, Whether it's writing a letter to the country Or as I've said before Just doing a little act of kindness And taking time out of your own schedule For somebody else That doesn't look as if there's any particular Direct gain for yourself That is what that is all about And that's something that uh, Gara certainly talks about And it's about making Making yourself humble And being part of of the greater whole. So those are the twelve, the twelve gems from our England senior manager Gareth Southgate, and um, I applaud Gareth for for living those things. And I know that he does. And um, I thought they were really valuable to share in a podcast. So I hope you've, I hope you've got something out of them. Um, but just to quickly review them, detail. The importance of the social aspect, being patient, the courage to be yourself, the value of team, setting the example, being a reader, developing those relationships, being prepared, covering all those scenarios, quiet leadership, legacy and leaving things in a better place, and finally seeing the bigger picture so there we go don't forget if you like the podcast if you enjoy it if you think you get value from it please share it and uh, do leave us a review it really helps to get the word out there and to uh, get more people to be able to access the podcast um download the the leader manager coach app if you're a coach if you're a parent if you're if you're a player and um, see what great value we can offer you on there. Thanks for listening. Great to chat. Catch you later. Bye-bye.